Hello and a warm welcome to the TNC podcast. Have you missed us? Uh, lots has happened in the Norwich City sphere since we've been here. Um, Chris, how's things? Well, fine. Nice of you to actually turn up. Because you you. You, you you sort of skived last week with some pathetic excuse. Well, you, oh, I was stuck in Croatia. Oh, what a shame you were stuck in Croatia. Well, like, that's just poor. Yeah, one of the... Look, I'll, I'm going to be really honest and I haven't told anyone this. You know, the, the newspapers, the nationals said I'd missed my flight. Actually, I was trying to escape the country to not pay my Johnny Rowe bet. <laughs> because it has become very evident over the last few weeks oh. that I will be significantly poorer yeah. come June. Yeah, you will. So and, I uh, thought... And now I've had to erect a shrine. Blimey. That's the right word yeah, to use, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've had to erect a shrine to Johnny Rowe because yeah. of the amazing month he's had. Although... It's not August It's anymore. now September. Can we flip the calendar? So let's see who's going oh. to have a good September. Dimitri Giannoulis, okay. the Emperor of Norfolk. Been good this season. We'll get on to the stand it's upon. Yes, sure, in uh, a bit. Visual viewers can see. Yeah. For, the, for the audio listeners, let me describe. There's a case of Lakens LGR. It's their new lager. It's bloody spectacular. We'll get on to that. Um, we'll get on to that shortly. We've got a lot to cover in this podcast, Jack. Almost too much. Take everyone through the agenda. We Come are on. going through. Uh, my goodness. Norwich have made a good start to the season. A good start. Uh, deadline day. Been and gone. We've made some signings. Yeah. Huang. Yes. Welcome to Huang. Yeah. Bart. Uh, Bart. Bart Simpson. No, Danny Bart. Um, Rotherham. We lost to them. We pumped Huddersfield. Oh, we did. We absolutely pumped them. Max Ahrens, uh, Big Andy, see you later. Yeah. Gone. Timmy Krull, gone as well. I've got a weird story about Tim Krull. Go on, quickly, just quickly, because we're doing the um, agenda. Come right, on. really quick. It took three days to get home from Croatia. Yeah. My car was at Luton Airport. Got to Luton Airport. Yeah. I, was, I hadn't slept for like three days. Um, I was really delirious. I shouldn't have drove. I was too tired. Anyway, got in the drive, blah, 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 driving home, and I stop at these traffic lights, and I look to my left. Shut up not going this way. I look to my left and I go, cool, that's a nice like football picture there. It's a really well-maintained park. It was the Luton training ground. Who was the only person there getting trained? No way. Tim Krull with the goalkeeper. <laughs> Are you serious? Honest to God. That's a class yeah. story. That's very good. And, and I went, great. That's Actually, good. That's good. Um, At the Timmy Krull. Uh, Westy, he saved the world. Oh, saved yeah. about yeah. Made about four million quid for charity yeah. uh, and about 700 Twitter questions. Lots to get through. Stick with us. Norwich City are good. We've got our cabbage kit on. Yeah, the red cabbage kit, which is now the haunted kit, isn't it? After losing no, its first so. outing to Rotherham. Should we if be wearing it If it wasn't haunted, seeing me in it certainly makes it haunting. <laughs> I think you look quite good in it, mate. Thanks, mate. Um, and yeah. Okay, are let's okay? start from the top. Oh, I'm fine. I'm, I'm <laughs> great. No, I am. We've had such a such a good start to the season yeah. that... Look, don't get me wrong, in, in the, the eye of the storm, you know, immediately after the final whistle went at Rotherham. You were was, angry. I, I, wasn't, I, I, yeah. I wasn't angry. Sorry, I wasn't angry. Sorry, not to say to you. I wasn't angry. I was disappointed because of the standards that we'd set ourselves this season. But zooming out, immediately five minutes later, I realised, actually, do you know what? That's probably quite a good wake-up call for us mm. as a team, as a squad. Um, and I think it will serve us in really good stead for the, for, for the next few games, which sounds weird because we lost, but we have just such... Had such a good start to the season, Jack. It's it's surpassed probably ninety nine percent of the expectations of the majority of you know Norwich City supporters. Um, so no, I'm feeling good. And um, we must start with the public service announcements, Jack. We like a public service announcement here in TNC. So let's start with thank you to everyone who watched the and listened, of course, to the Zoe Weber TNC podcast exclusive. Oh, it feels like it was a yeah. age ago. 
want to say thank you because um, it seemingly went down quite well with the Norwich City supporters. Of course, there's always people that you know don't like things and, and do like things, but we, we were quite happy with the feedback, weren't we, Jack? Yeah, we were, and I thought Zoe was great. I thought she was honest. Yeah. I think, look, it's out there now. Make your mind up what you think of Zoe. I think, you know, whenever I we get to chat, and we, you know, the first podcast we did with someone from Norwich was probably... Russell Martin. Yeah, like seven years ago. Yep. From that point to now, the club's in a very different place. Of like, course. And, and we've seen that kind of transition. And hopefully you guys at home have been able to see that transition. Look, it's not perfect at the football club, but I think they know that as well. But actually the position we're in feels relatively healthy at the moment. Yep. And I thought Zoe was great. I really enjoyed it. Yeah, I agree, mate. I agree. Massive thank you to everyone for that. And the next public service announcement is mm. we want to talk about our sponsor's new book. Really cool. Yeah? Really cool. Of course, big up to Sales Cadence. Matt Sykes is, is the director, uh, founder of, of this amazing sales training business. And he's released a new edition of his book called Sales Glue, the vital ingredient that makes sales success stick. And I think, Jack, that Stuart Webber has been reading this book <laughs> yeah. because he got 20 million quid for Big Andy. I mean, if it wasn't for Matt, that doesn't happen. Simple as that. So look, if you're in the world of business development, make sure you I check out this book. I don't even book. think it's just business. I think anyone wanting to improve themselves should read That's this. That's actually it's, fair. It's, it's, easily to di- it's easy to di- digest. You yeah. can get through it in a day. Yeah. Matt is a big Norwich fan. Um, you know, goes to Norwich every week. Yeah. Loves the club. Loves life. Uh, we love him. Very handsome bloke as well. Yeah, devilishly handsome. Very handsome. Anyway, that's enough. Let's not make Matt's head too big. We'll link it in the description. Matt, we'll put another invoice in the post. Um, Norwich. Yes. I always think going into an international break, it's a nice time to reflect. And I think, look, we could could isolate that that Rotherham performance or we could look at the bigger picture here. We were sat here pre-season... And I, I think I predicted us finishing 14. I, well, and you actually thought we were going to be flirting with relegation, Jack, and as I, well. And I said... To hold you accountable to that monstrosity of a comment. And I remember saying, you know, you were like, what? where do you think we're going to be at come this first yeah. international break? And I said, Norwich could realistically be in a position where Wagner gets sacked. Mm, you did. Now, things couldn't be another, further from that point. Another thing you'd been wrong about. Shock. Another, th- yeah, you know... We couldn't be further from that. And actually, you know, the Rotherham defeat wasn't perfect. We were poor. Yeah. But if we zoom ourselves out here and actually zoom ourselves out of the league, because I don't think the league's as strong as we thought it would be. I agree with that. I'm in a, I'm in a really good position with Norwich City at the moment. Yeah. I've, I've enjoyed the football, which yeah. is brilliant. Because yeah. so often we went to Carrow last season and we were, you know, devilishly disappointed with what we saw. We've seen loads of goals. Great fun. And actually, we've seen some really professional performances. I thought the, the performance against Millwall was was one of our best. Huddersfield was just great fun. Yeah. Um, we had a last-minute winner against Hull on opening day. Um, we should have beaten Southampton, which is a great point, I think, when you look back. Yeah. The new signings have been good. Yes, there are still negatives, and we'll, and we'll get on to them. But sat here at the start of September with the season mm. ahead of us... What brilliant foundations we've seemingly built. Couldn't have put any better, Jack. I, th- I think our optimism tank has been filled up again. I think that there's uh, been a whole lot of hope and belief injected into the Yellow Army. 
um, and you can see that you know in in the, the not just the away atmospheres but but the home atmospheres and obviously is always big up to City Elite for helping to to drive that that atmosphere you know you can really feel it in the terraces at the moment that you know the Norwich fans can sense that you know something could happen um, which is amazing but yet our expectations have been down here which is quite a good place to be here as well. And I, I don't normally do this, but I do want to drop this into the conversation. The, the oh, this could be interesting. I'm sure I'll be fine. I'm sure I'll be fine with it. Um, I had a conversation with Ashley Barnes. Uh, I think it might've been a couple of weeks ago now. Who loves Great Yarmouth. Oh, don't start. Loves Great Yarmouth, has been at the Hippodrome. He's been at the races. The guy can't stay away from Great Yarmouth. So big bad Barnes, we love you, mate. Quickly moving on from that, uh, I'm I do, I a do man need to, of great taste. I do need to bring that up with Big Bad Barnes, actually. Um, no, what I was going to say is he messaged me. I forgot after which win it was because we've been winning so many games yeah, yeah. during the yeah, start of the season. He said to me, "I believe that we can do something special this season, Chris." Did he? And when you've got did you go one of the new boys saying that? It made you think. Oh, yeah. God, that gets well, me. Well, he going. did say that at the fans forum, didn't he? he? Said I moved here because I want to play mm. Premier League football. But you would think, Jack, that yeah, but. You would almost say, well, he's just saying yeah, that yeah, yeah. for like the press. It's the right thing to say. Da, 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 da. But now what's it's actually turned me on that he has said that at this point. Mm. Because it, it means that like you've seen the reality of the situation. Yes. You've seen all of the corners of, of the club by that point. You know the players that you've got around you mm. to help you score goals in Barnes' situation. And he said it. I believe something special wow. can happen this season. And that is fucking good news for the Norwich fans. It Absolutely. really, really is. Absolutely. What have you... I think the new signing. So let's look at like Jack Stacey. Um, you know, uh, who else have we got in there? We've got uh, Big Bad Barnes. Yes, yes. Um, big centre backs. Yes, which is great. Duffy. Fun. Yes. Duffy. Big Shane Duff. Um, who have you been most impressed with so far? Jack Stacey for me, he's mate. Great, he's an absolute Rolls Royce of a of a player. He really is. I, I've been so impressed with the way that he's held himself. I've been so impressed with his performances. Uh, spoke to a few Bournemouth fans um, when we'd signed him and they'd said do you know what Mr Consistent you know won't put a foot wrong will give you absolutely everything and was actually quite unfortunate to to not stay at Bournemouth actually mm. um, a lot of Bournemouth fans were like oh that's a shame because he was actually a really really good player and so I actually think Norwich have got uh, can, can count themselves lucky and, mm. and, 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 and I think this is an appropriate time Jack now to say we've criticised Stuart Webber a lot on this podcast for for the for the recruitment specifically I'm so. as of course as well as the comments but i think it's now fair to say that so far the recruitment and um, the early recruitment has paid off mm. it's paid off dividends already and i wouldn't have expected this team to gel so quickly and it seems like those those new experienced boys have really got hold of of, of the young lads as well and that's bloody encouraging it really is and and that's why I'm on board with these two new lads that that, that we've signed for the for the first team, Quang, uh, Quang and Bart, because, um, you, yeah, I, I I think that a lot of fans have been quite sceptical of those two signings, but actually, do you know what? I, th- I think I, I'm actually I'm on board with it. I really am. I, I think that we should give them um, the the same support, hype, and uh, and belief as we've done with those other new players because they because they've done really well. So those are the boys for me. And I, you know. I, I'm actually also, it sounds weird to say please, Jack, but we should probably talk about the players that we've sold as well. And I'm actually sort of somewhat, I don't want this to be taken the wrong way by those boys that have left because I know that some of them watch it, watch this, but 
I think it was probably time. Well, I think they'll admit, the club admit, you know, Stuart Webber yeah. said to me it was the right time. Yeah. And, you know, we've always said on here, you know, there are cycles in football yeah. that are probably quicker than in most other industries. It was it was time for Big Andy to move on. It's certainly the time for Max. Yeah. Um, but they're all playing Premier League football. That's the, and, exactly. and this is why I'm almost I'm, I'm almost happy that they've been given that opportunity. You know, I hope that they all do very well um, at their respective clubs. But we, we we've bought in the, the the random one. Arguably, isn't the deadline day business, Jack? It's for sure. Yeah, that came out of nowhere. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. we often get little tidbits of things that, that that you know could could be happening. You know, might be announced soon, etc. And for sure, I promise you, was out of absolutely nowhere. We had mm. no idea that it was going to nice happen. It's nice to have a transfer like that. I quite, I quite like it. To yeah. be, like, I, I don't like it for me when I'm trying to run the Talkner City social media accounts, but I actually quite like the fact Just that it Just catches you agree. off guard yeah. a little bit. I, I thought that the business was great. I'm going to uh, put a throw a mention for Duffy because he yes. was the one... When we signed him, I was like, meh, okay. Yeah. Like, I wasn't disappointed, wasn't excited. Me too, me too. I watch him play football and it makes me aggressive. I'm a very calm person. When I see him headering football, I want to punch mm. holes through walls. He just gets me excited. It's not just the heading for me, it's the fact that I actually prefer the fact that he takes players out. Yeah. There's always a bit of meat on the yeah. bone with Duffy. He's not just getting the ball, he's getting a shin, an ankle, yeah. a leg. And do you know what? I'm absolutely fine I, with it. I can imagine, you know, on a, on a Saturday night, yeah. when they're allowed to, you know, relax their diet somewhat, yeah. he goes to the Chinese takeaway, he orders spare ribs and just eat the bones as well. Yeah, 100%. Uh, and of course, washed down with, with a Guinness. Yeah. As any Irishman would do. Absolutely. No, I, I think the the centre-back partnership has always been the partnership yeah. that has come in for stick, yeah. rightly or wrongly. I've liked what I've seen from those boys this season. Look, they're not perfect. They lack a bit of pace. Passing-wise, maybe they're not the most yeah. shrewd. Airily, they're great. Yes. Actually, on the floor, they've been pretty good as well. I think that Duffy's um, brought a, a lot of confidence back to Gibbo as well, actually, to be honest. Um, well, he's a regular partner. I can't... Yeah. I, I can't really put my, yeah. my, my, my finger on exactly why, but... I just, I, I do think that that's a really good, and as I said, actually, I think it was after the whole game, I said, what I like about Duffy and Gibbo, and to be fair, actually all of the defence, Dimmy um, as well, they are, and of course Stacey, they're nipping at the heels of, of, of the opposition strikers, forwards, midfielders, you know, they're being ultra aggressive, and I think that that is absolutely superb. But but we, should we talk about um, the, the, the two new deadline days? Well, let, let's Jack. start with, because I think, to talk about deadline day, you almost need to take a step back. Okay. And one of the signings in Huang was made because of Josh Sargent's injury. Yeah. Now, Huddersfield, he scores. He goes down in a bit of a heap. You're thinking, ah, that doesn't look good. So unfortunate. So it's, it's come out that he's done ankle ligament damage. He'll go to surgery. He's going to be out until January. Worst possible news. And I think, you know, we'd said prior to this season that this was a big season for Sargent because Pukki's gone so he's out of that shadow he'll be played through the middle which yep. he has been and in terms of like his style high press intense energetic that's what Wagner wants from a striker and he's deployed it brilliantly yep. I've been uber impressed with Josh Sargent I thought he's been excellent and he's just getting into his groove what was it three goals two or three goals Huddersfield scores and then that and you just go not only like gutted for Josh such a pivotal part of the way that Norwich City have played this season is Josh Sargent and you go oh, mm. just as we found and yeah. got it and, and I'm like that really mm. 
threw me off. Anyway. Yeah, you've been really down about that. And, and to be fair, a lot of Norwich fans have been. The manner in which it happens was it's a, it's a real bugger. He stretches the back lines. Uh, he stretches the, the the opposition's back lines so so well. And as everyone probably knows by now, I'm always. I don't know. I'm just. I've never quite. I just think the amount of money that, that we spent on him, which maybe shouldn't be factored in, or maybe should, I don't know. Let, let me know in the comments below if you're, if you're watching on YouTube or on social media. I, I just, I've never been completely sold on Josh, and, and I have to say he's been absolutely excellent at the start of the season. But I want to put something else in the room now, Jack. We've got to move on. We've got to pick ourselves yeah, yeah. up. Look, Josh will come back. He'll be raring to go. And when he does, he'll be a real good bonus ball for us. But we've got to move forwards now. We've got to, you know, forget that that exists. Mm. You know, and actually go and and obviously now we've got a reinforcement in Huang, uh, which I'm really excited about. Was was actually putting up some really good numbers for for, for Bordeaux, yeah. um, which obviously given was 2022. Also performed very very well in the in the J League. Has looked very impressive, um, for, for for his country as well. And so I think that's really encouraging. We've got reinforcements there now. I right? think the so. You know, we've been linked with. I think was it Kiefer Moore yeah. on deadline day. There was another one as well. Low, low, yeah. Um, and so I've Cannon, I, Tom Cannon, of course. And I, like I'd obviously I hadn't slept much, so I just keeled over at like seven p.m. and I missed all of deadline. And I woke up and I was like, "What's happened?" Didn't even know and Big Andy was like rumored to be going. So like, Andy's gone. Juan, and I'm like, yeah. okay. And then, so we uh, released a video, was like blah, 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 and I had a few big, like, football fans, like, evasion football who'd mm-hmm. watched, who'd followed Huang's career, followed the international team, followed the J League, and they're like, in terms of a replacement for Sergeant, couldn't have got much better. And I, and I, and I take my hat off to Nuri City because, like, we've got a certain budget, and yeah. that's very, you know, well publicised. Um, yeah. They had very limited time. And you're also saying to a, a striker, look, you're going to be first choice for now, but probably when Josh is back, you'll be sitting on the bench. That's not a ma- that's not a great appeal. So to bring Huang in, I'm really excited about him. He's something different. Um, I think he fits the bill. Look, the argument would be, well, Jack, he hasn't played English football. Forrest brought him in. He hasn't made an appearance for them. But if you look at his career and you watch him, I think he's a good fit. Okay. And I'm excited. Yeah, no, I am. I've all I've all I've heard and, and seen is that he is so good at, at putting on pressure. Yeah. Um, you know, he just he's he's an absolute workhorse. And even that alone is is encouraging. Of course, it, it's all about the goals, right? So that will be the proof in the pudding. But I think that's encouraging, right? Because, you know, it, it gives it gives some some support and um you know, it, it probably makes Adam Eder feel a, a little bit more comfortable weirdly as well because it's not just you know all the pressures on him because obviously that's still a quite a, I'd describe it as maybe a fragile situation um so I think that's encouraging I'm really up for Huang and actually the other thing that I, I was a bit disappointed by this actually like that Danny Bart right he when we signed him I think it, I don't know maybe Norwich fans have got their expectations a bit but and this will make me unpopular for saying oh, I'm actually really up for Danny Bart I really am considering when we had to sign a defender, to get a defender um, that's won promotion with with Sunderland and with, um, Wolves. and with Wolves, and has played for some, you know, played for Middlesbrough as well, and has always been consistent for the, for those Player Stoke of the City. Season at Hun- at and that's the thing. I I was I had, I'm quite disappointed with actually quite a lot of the Norwich City fans on social media that lazily said, "Oh no, Danny Bart's not good enough." 
I think it's actually quite an arrogant take. You know, he's played for Sunderland, who are an absolutely massive football club, should be playing Premier League football. Um, and one player of the season last season, as you, as you say, Jack, not, you know, four seasons ago, last season, yeah? So he's not shit. And a lot of Norwich fans are making him out to be, you know, some sort of average defender. Again, proof will be in the pudding. I know that. But I think we should back these boys to do the business on the pitch. I think they will. And again, Jack, what's the conversation, um, you know, from David Wagner and, and Stuart Webber to, to Danny Bark? Because at the moment, he's going to be playing second fiddle to, to, to Gibbo. Um, and to Shane Duffy mm. and he might be thinking well hang on a minute I'm not going to be playing football here so I think to sign a player like that is, is actually probably quite good business the only thing that excites me you mentioned there Big Bad Barnes not only loving Yarmouth but he's excited about what's going on in Norwich City yep. Danny Bart had a very real opportunity of getting promoted with Sunderland this season they, yes. are, they will be in the playoff picture I, I think do you think I think they will okay. I mean they've just pumped Southampton 5-0 I think they're a good side yep. so he has put his faith in Norwich City Probably coming to the latter end of his career, much like Barnes, where he's going, I believe what is going on at Norwich City will provide me, you know, probably one of my last promotions back to the Premier League. He's tasted it with Wolves, he's tasted it at Sunderland, he's made 470 odd appearances yep. across, you know, his career, Premier League, Championship, League One. This guy is what mm. we need. I think I think the yeah, I agree. If I'm tr- if I try to get in the head of someone that's if I try to get in the head of someone that's, you know, perhaps slightly sceptical of of those signings and maybe signing experienced players on the whole is I think it's been quite difficult for a lot of supporters to because it's been polar opposites. It seems like we are really we swing one way and then we swing the other. Our philosophy with regards to recruitment has just been thrown out the window. Mm. I get that and I do think there's a balancing act, but I think what people need to realize is we've got good youthful talent in this in this squad already and so we don't need to be signing potential. It actually did my head in when we were in the Premier League last time that we signed players with potential. No, no, no. We need players at this football club that will hit the ground running and those experienced players will and have been doing it. Um, I, I think it's I think it's really encouraging, and you know, my my, my brother-in-law Craigo, he, he's anti signing these two these two new players. You know that they're experienced, they're you know slightly old older, which I think is mad because they're only one year older than me, 31, 32. Um, coming up, you to, are old. I'm coming up to the big three O now. Um, anyway, and he was saying, yeah, but then we're just going to have to replace them next season or the season after. I get that argument, but hang on a minute, what if this goes right? What if we get promoted this season? What's mm. the fucking problem? Mm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right? And I know, I know, I know that here in Norfolk we like to be, you know, a bit moany and a bit negative, but what if this goes right this season? Okay. If it does, then we'll replace them in the Premier League anyway. Mm. Right? I think it's I think it's a good problem to have. Um, and, and I and I think that we should back these new boys to do the business. And I think you know, in terms of deadline day, they're the players we signed. Let's also have a mention for Gabriel Sarah, yes. who remains at the football club. That's basically a new signing. Well, I did tell everyone, by the way. I'm sorry to come across as arrogant. I, I told you all. But it's still like you know, someone could have come in with a big bid. Yeah. And it would have it would have it would have asked questions. Yeah. It you know people would have listened to it. I get that. But you know the guy loves the club. He's and settled in thing. Norwich. He's settled in. You know, and I know people. Oh well, if you say he loves the the club, Chris. But as soon as he gets Premier League wages and da 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 da, yeah. That, but I'm not just saying it. Like he genuinely does. He he wants to help Norwich City get promoted this season. Um, you know, he wants to become a legend of this football club, and I admire that about Gabriel Saron. And I and I think that, as you've said, Jack, great to highlight that. <laughs> Arguably the best 
uh, yeah, yeah. win of this whole window yeah. is keeping Gabriel Sara. Quick word for Max. I think we have mentioned it a few times in a couple of videos. He's gone to Bournemouth. Best yeah. of luck to Max. The big money sale of deadline day was uh, Andrew Bamadeli. Yes. He um, he moves to the to the Premier League for. I think that some people were saying twenty million. Some well, people were saying eleven it? with add-ons. Yes. So let's say for you know I was going to say fifteen million quid. Yeah. Seems pretty fair. Yeah. Be- considering injury record. Uh, hasn't played, still hasn't played a lot of games for Norwich City. No, I was surprised. Um, actually, something like fifty. I do 50 think he's. Appearances. I do think he's worth that, by the yeah, way. Yeah, but no, I think I it was. Agree. I think it was a big. I do think it was a. It was a big asking price. And again, you know, fair play to the club for for sticking with their valuation. I think they would have liked to have sold him earlier. Mm. Hence, why maybe people are like, oh, hang on, why is why have we signed Danny Bart when you know we knew that Andy was going to leave at the start of the window? I get that. I think they probably thought that that Forrest and, and potentially as well Sheffield United would have would have moved earlier. Um, but they didn't for whatever reason, and we've still got the money that we wanted for Big Andy. Mm. That should be praised. I, I would say, you know, looking at the squad now, going into the rest, of, ooh, probably let's say until January, I do think we're still one light with centre backs. But I do get the argument, and someone said to this, t- said this to me on Twitter the other week, and I thought, you know what, fair enough. You going to a centre back that you deem good enough quality and saying hello. Uh, we want to sign you. Yep. You will be our fourth choice centre back. They're going to go. Oh, fuck mm, off. I'm yeah, not coming. Yeah. So actually, like we've got Duffy Gibson. Um, who else have we got? Grant we've, Hanley's injured. Grant Hanley's injured. Tomkinson is injured, and yep. then also Danny Bart. Yep. Actually, fingers crossed, none of them get severe injuries. Of course, that should be enough to take us through to January. Should. <laughs> Keyword there. So that's all of that. Twitter questions. Um, I just want to mention this quickly. Oh yeah, go on. Lakens Lager. Now, obviously we've been partnered with Lakens for God knows how long now and yeah. you guys love it, but it's ale, right? Yeah, so it's not for everyone. It's not for everyone. So they were like, look, we want to we want to bring a lager out. But honestly, when I say this, I'm not joking. They said this to me three years ago. They said, we're bringing a lager out. Right. And I was like, great. And I keep going, when's the lager coming? When's Because I love lager as yeah, well as yeah, anyone. Yeah. And they're like, Jack, it's not quite right. Like, we're not happy with it. So when I say they have been perfecting this for three years, I honestly mean it. Yeah. And I had my first um, one of them a couple of months ago now. I haven't like a, yet. As like by a the prototype. Way. Yeah. Phenomenal. Like really? genuinely really good lager. So if you're more of a lager drinker, they well, can it. I am. You do get a discount code. Yeah. For a limited time, it's TNC LGR. We'll link it down in the comment section. Now this is a limited time discount code. And they will sell out because they're not brewing tons of this stuff. So, um, well, they'll have to pick it up, Jack, as soon as we start winning games again. So, honestly, try it for yourself. But we will only ever flog stuff to you that we've had ourselves and we enjoy. Brewed in Great Yarmouth, it's honestly phenomenal lager. Um, get some of it yourself. There's a discount code. If you don't like it, you haven't got to order any more, but you will. And I'm looking forward to the next podcast that we film of an evening yeah, um, where we can consume those on, on camera trust uh, me it's good there's a discount code in the description and the link as well get some of that X questions X can we still call it Twitter no X questions <laughs> right kicking off the X questions Jack with an important not questions from our X no yeah yeah. just questions D- from the platform X yes just to clarify and um, Joseph uh, has posted an important statement in all caps. Have so we ever had an important statement? No, so this is going to be important. Blimey. I want to give a special shout out to two players I haven't seen many people talk about. Fastnark looks class, technically in a cut above the championship, very composed. 
and also PP, who looks bright against Huddersfield in, and in the cup against QPR, could be a great asset OTBC. Joseph, I love that from you. I'm so pleased that he's brought up those two players because we, we forgot to mention them. Fastenacht is quietly, quietly, you know. Yeah, yeah, the big fast. And delivering the numbers that matter. Yeah, 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 not, yeah, yeah. Not fucking XG and all that bollocks. Actual assists and actual goals up the Fastenacht. I'm loving a bit of Farsi. Um, and I agree. At the moment, he does look a cut above the championship. And again, people are, oh, you know, oh, he's played in the Swiss League. He's not good enough. No, 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 no. Poor. Such a poor... Uh, ill thought through opinion Fastnacht is going to be a brilliant player for Norwich City Football Club by the way very nice man as well might I add all Swiss people are clearly they Tim, are. Timmy Close was yeah. clearly Farsi is as well and what a great what a great uh, player to have in our squad and also I have to apologise now Jack I'm going to hold my hands up Yeah. and I'm going to apologise to PP. are you? okay because oh, no. I was probably too harsh on PP, and yep. I will I will happily admit that he is starting keyword to prove me wrong. I didn't think he was good enough to play for Norwich City Football Club, and I'm sorry, PP. I'm really sorry, genuinely, because you have started to deliver. You're playing full of confidence. You're playing. Um, you, you're delivering. Obviously, a, such a well taken goal oh, away from home at, at yeah, Bristol yeah. as well. And, I, and again, you know, and let's you know, let's shift this now, Jack, into praise for David Wagner because it's not just the you know the new signings we're seeing success with. David Wagner is getting more out of those fringe players now again, and I just think that's so encouraging. So, PP, fair play to you, my man, and apologies. I think I think the jury's still out for me on PP. Fastnacht has really impressed me when he came in. You know, it was, a, it was a player I'd never really heard of in a position that I thought he might not be starting and going, okay, fine, like, let's see what you're all about, Big Fass. And actually, you know, the fascinator, Big Fass, Fassy, love him. Yeah. Really into him. Good. And as you say, delivers. No Good. nonsense, gets the job done. Oh, goal. Oh, fat. Uh, I saw the, um, you know, goal the other day. Oh, Fastak scored again. Yeah, yeah. water's yeah. wet. Yeah, exactly. He'll score goals. Yeah, couldn't agree more. What's your next question, Jack? Let's get a question from, uh, uh, his, his name's Y. Okay. Teacher by day, Norwich fan by night. Lovely. Respectable. Statement and question. A little bit greedy, but we'll let you have it. Statement. The loss against Rotherham was fully deserved as first half lads looked devoid of anything. It was, I agree. We can absolutely kick on after the break. That's I agree. Statement. I agree. Yeah. Question. Is it time to loan Eder out? Eight league goals in 76 games is not good enough. Not compared to Johnny Rose 4 in mm. 20. Eder. Now, well, let's, have a, let's have a chat about Adam Eder. Yeah. Scored two goals this season. Yeah. Winner against Hull. Yep. Goal against Huddersfield. Lovely one-on-one. Both on one against, the bench. Yeah, one-on-one. On one, took it very well against Huddersfield. Where am I at with Adam Eder? I'm here. I think this season I've been impressed. I think he, when he's been asked to deliver, he's delivered. Mm -hmm. Maybe not so much against Rotherham, but it was a different role. With hindsight, I think Eder should have been loaned out last season or the season before. But we all right? know that, Jack. So we can't live in the past The situation Adam. we're in now, and I think it changes now, now that Sandrum's injured, mm -hmm. Eder has a has a real role to play, yeah. an important role to yeah. play. We've just got to hope that he steps up. What's not going to help Adam Eder is us saying he's shit. And I don't think he is. I think there is a player in there. Mm -hmm. I think he's athletic. Mm. I think he's good in the air. He's scored some good goals for Norwich over the years. Yeah. And I think there is a, play a player in there. Now, it may take time for him to come good in this system. Yeah. I think the treatment of Adam Eder has been harsh. 
I think, look, I'm not saying he's a world beater and I don't think he's as good as Josh Sargent or actually as good as Ashley Barnes. But if given a chance, mm. he will score goals. And this is the way I look at, that, at it. If, if in most other championship teams, Adam Eder starts. And if you're going up against Adam Eder, you're probably quite worried. He's mm. quick, he's strong, mm. he scored a few goals and he's good in the air. I, I was looking at him going, would he fit in that Rotherham team? Yes, he would, and he'd score goals. Yeah. If given a chance, and this is the situation we're in, I think Adam Eder will come good. You know what, Jack? I, I'm really pleased that you've said that. Mm. I'm, I'm really pleased. I, I was um, I was thinking that you were going to be particularly critical. No, but I've, I've always I, liked Adam I, I will side with you on this instance as well. What I would say is, obviously, he's not contributed enough goals um, you know, with all of the opportunities he's been given, but he's I know off the that. Bench exactly, and... Jack. I know that, and I'm agreeing with you, by the way, right? And I agree. And I'm, the best part of what you just said, Jack, was it's not going to help if he's getting slagged off and abused. And and obviously he's off social media now. And I'm not. And I'm not surprised oh, why he? he's come off social media because some of the personal attacks on Adam Eder is really, really poor form. Um. Mm. And I know he needs to continue to deliver. But do you know what, Jack? You know, as you've said, when he's come on for Norwich City this season, he's delivered, mm. okay? I've been quite disappointed, actually, after the Rotherham game because you could argue in the in the two games previous to that, Norwich fans are saying, Blumenek, yeah, well done, Adam. He's in a non-patronising way. He's stepped up, he's contributed, and, he, you know, he looks like he's got his confidence back. And as soon as he has one blank... All of, them, all of the people that were in the woodwork on him have then come out from again. I'm mm. like, guys, give him a bloody it's opportunity. Funny, it's right? funny how you know, perception changes opinion, right? Because he scored the same amount of goals as Ashley Barnes this season. <laughs> and, every, and everyone's loving Barnes. Yeah. He scored a 97th minute winner and a nice goal against Huddersfield. Do you know what? Arguably. <sighs> I didn't think about that. He's done as much as Barnes. I didn't think about that. It's a very now. Good I know Adam Eder doesn't visit the Hippodrome and stuff, and you know we can pick that up, Adam, on a different occasion. But yeah, he's he's contributed. Yeah, I mean, you know he's not scored as many as Johnny Rowe, who has. Yeah, no, no he's I, done okay. Yeah, I do agree. And let, let's get behind Adam. Yeah, let's give him a bit. Let's get behind him. Let's give him another chance because at the minute we're not giving him another chance. We need to give him a proper other chance, which means the next what four or five games. Right, mm. and ultimately, if he doesn't, if he doesn't um, uh, contribute, then David Wagner will simply just play Huang alongside yeah. Barnes, right? And yeah. that's okay. And you don't want Huang breathing down your neck. I'm surprised that Adams delivered what he's delivered, considering what happened to him last season. Yeah. I'm actually he's surpassing my expectations for this season. Mm. Actually, um, you know, you've got the Jonathan Rowe fan club. If anyone wants to join the Adam Eder fan oh, club, oh, you're leading that. I'm are you? leading it. Okay, good man. Right, art mixer. Yeah, go art mixer. His uh, bio is, I like Norwich. Lovely bio. Yep. Statement. Everyone's complaining about squad depth. Yeah, we've got two wingers to return from injury and Lungi, in brackets, whatever he is. I think he means that in a nice way. Is Fair. he a centre-back, is he a midfielder, is yep. he a striker? We don't know. Uh, and signs as well. Uh, to come back. Things aren't too bad. We're going up. I keep forgetting about Borgia signs. Mm, that's spicy, isn't it? Yes, please. There's a little bit of Spanish little spice to come back. I love a bit of Spanish sausage, don't yeah. you? Yeah. Oh, I mean, God. You know, you need that. Yeah, I love Borgia already, and he's not even kicked the ball it, for us. The, the, the delight with signs is, you know, you know when you go for tapas and you go, oh, you know, we've got the carbs and we've got a little bit of fish, we've got some meat, we've got some veg. There's something missing. Yeah. Signs. Yeah. He's this mini dish. 
Yeah. He's the tapas yeah. to really add the, Ooh, the yeah. final points, the 100 points, 100 Oh, God, yeah. No, I agree. He's the he's the ingredient that sort of makes you rate it five star on TripAdvisor. Yeah, yeah. 100%. You go, oh, you know, four star will tell a mate, signs is going. Yeah. Let's get that hat. Yeah. And let's stick it on your head. And let's head. go sailing. Stick it on somewhere else. Let's go sailing. Question. Sailing with signs. Question from Benjamin uh, Howden. And do you know what, Benjamin? This is question of the podcast. He says, why does Jack need to go on holiday when he has everything he needs in Great Yarmouth? Yeah, you know what, Benjamin? This? I agree, Benjamin. Why do you need to go on holiday when you've got everything you've, you you could ever dream of well, I, I in th- Yarmouth? I think in life... And, and I need to pull you up on this, actually, before you start. You were like, oh yeah, now I'm back. I'm now back home in Great Yarmouth. You don't live in fucking Great Yarmouth anymore, sunshine. I pay my tax. Where do you to live, Great Jack? Yarmouth Borough Council. You don't live in Great Yarmouth. My tax goes to the Great Yarmouth Borough Council, and my bins have Great Yarmouth on them. I'm sorry, but that's that, what I'm saying. That is not correct information. I don't need to go away again. I've reevaluated. I'm not going on holiday <laughs> ever. <laughs> Never again. I love that. Um, uh, lots of que- lots of good uh, questions and statements about PP, which we're very happy to see. Go ahead. Um, <laughs> no, well, I think we should read that out. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Huang is going to tear up the. Ch- <laughs> ah, should we read that out? Huang is going to tear up the championship and make it hard for Sergeant to earn his place. I'll leave it there. Yeah. Okay. Fine. I, I re- I'm Jameson. <laughs> thank you for your question. Yes. If you want to see Jameson's question, head over to Twitter. We're not going to read out the final part. Yes. Um. I, as I say, I'm really excited about Huang. Um, I, th- I think he's going to be good. Yes. I'm, I'm, I really think he's going to he's going to come. And we might get to January and go, Josh, who's Josh Sargent? Uh, oh, he's an American international. Well, he's definitely not getting in the team. Huang scored 25 goals since January. Could cause problems. Yeah. Hayden with a question says, "How do I control myself whilst watching Johnny Rowe play <laughs> football? Because watching him play with the ball is dangerous." Yeah, I agree, Hayden. It really. It genuinely turns me on watching Johnny Rowe play football, like genuinely. It's, and it's become I, a joke. And I, I'll admit, I'm not a betting man, okay? But and I, I've been printing money, you mate, because yeah. honestly, Johnny Rowe to score in Norwich to win is just—it's yeah. it's easy money. Yeah, it's—it's it's almost too easy. Mm. I actually genuinely think the bookies need to wise up, mm. um, because at the minute we're 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 bleeding them dry with all the Johnny Rowe goal money. You know, the thing with Rowe is like. Seriously, on a serious note, please bet responsibly. Please bet responsibly. And I'm like, I'm betting like five pound here or there. I'm not betting more than that. And you lost at the weekend because he didn't score and we didn't win. Well, yeah, and I also had, I actually had PP to score in Norwich to win two 0 and he did. And I ran around my garden. I was like, oh my god, against Bristol City. Uh, yeah. yeah, and then we didn't um, score a second. In all seriousness, like fair play to Johnny Rowe. Fair play because he's scoring goals. He didn't score at the weekend, then he got an assist. Mm-hmm. You know, he he is that player with real individual quality. I remember watching um, when Eze was at, I think he was at QPR, wasn't he? And yeah. I remember watching Eze and going, yeah. he's, he's a Premier League footballer. Bit of spice. You just know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the same with Rome. I he agree. will play Premier League football yeah. for a good team yeah. and he will do well. He has that, he just does it all. He's got the turn of pace, he's strong, he's, yeah. he can finish. He can head the ball yeah. when he's like five foot two. And he worked hard in the he worked hard behind the scenes in the summer to, yeah, and he's to a good lad. build muscle. Yeah, yeah, really nice bloke. Um do you know as well, Jack, I I found a interview or like a sort of a mini sort of podcasting that Johnny Rowe did when he was re- I think he was possibly sixteen or seventeen years old, right? right. Spoke so elo- eloquently throughout. 
Um, and one of the things he said he was he was so disappointed because he was called up to one of the England teams and he couldn't because he went because he got injured. Um, and I'd like to say now congratulations yeah, yeah, because yeah. of course Johnny Rowe has been called up Amazing. to the England under twenty. Yeah. That's the team, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, yeah. So congratulations, Johnny Rowe. You absolutely deserve it, and I hope you give it a good go. There's no, there's nothing better than seeing you know good people do good things, and Johnny Rowe is giving it. A bloody good go. And he wants you to lose a thousand pounds big C. So well done, Johnny. Fine. Ollie has a concern. Don't know about you, but I'm actually pretty nervous of Derby Day this season. Please help me. Where do you stand on this, Jack? Well I Ipswich are winning games. I've never enjoyed Derby Day. I always feel sick throughout. Yeah, I just don't enjoy it. it gets worse every year, though, because the, the, the run has been yeah. so long. I feel like if we sort of lost every other sort of derby, I'd, I'd actually be okay about it. But it's been so easy for so long now yeah. that you do get that sort of sick feeling, I don't think you? We, uh, I think we, you know, thank, I'm, I'm quite glad the way that the fixtures have landed. I think yeah, we me just too. worry about ourselves. I think Ipswich will be up there. And I know you don't want to hear it. And I said at the start, they've started the season well. I think they're a really good team. They've got some good players. They've got a good manager. But... You know, if you'd have asked me how I was feeling for Derby Day, you know, before the season, I was petrified. I was utterly petrified. Now, I mean, you know, I think Norwich, are, you know, can put it up to it, which I, I don't think there's anything to be worried about. Will we beat them? I don't know. But just in general, I, I, there's nothing I enjoy about Derby Day. Nothing. Yeah, no, I agree. I'd happily never play them again. I actually really enjoyed them rotting in League One. Um, mm. Don't get me wrong, I'd still stand by my, my previous comments. It is the most nervous I've been for a Derby Day in, in many a season, and that is down to the fact that they've started very, very well. Fair play to them. It, it, it hurts me to say. I agree, Jack. I think they'll be in and around the, the playoffs. They sort of remind me a little bit of, uh, of Sunderland in their first season back in the Championship, where they're really uh, they're really unpredictable. Yeah. Teams don't know how they don't really know what they're coming up against. They've, got they've, not, they've not played at Portman Road in four seasons because they were rotting in League One for four seasons. Um, and so, yeah, I, I actually think it's expected that Ipswich should be up there because of how much money they've got. They've got so much. They're literally rolling in money. And so, you know, if they don't get into the playoffs this season, um, it would be gross misconduct. Um, and I think it would be absolutely, utterly appalling of them. Terry. Yep. Oi, oi, Savaloys. Up a nodge. Bin the blues. Even HMS Pistol League has to take the occasional Sunday off. No one needs to panic. See you all in the Prem. Yeah, love that. Fair. Totally. Yeah, yeah you can't argue with that. Cheers, um, Terry. You can't also argue with this from the Unthanked Kitchen. Go and check mm. them out, by the way. Lovely fry up in there. Statement. We have players with superb songs this year. Thank you, players. Thank you, Wagner. Thank you, City Elite. What a difference. It's nice, isn't the Johnny it? Johnny like- Rowe chant. I was yeah, obviously on holiday. Yeah. And, and I wasn't going on my phone much. And I logged on and I saw... Oh, everyone's tweeting five live. Has everyone suddenly got like an addiction to Adrian Charles or Nicky Campbell or something? I was like, this is a bit weird. Yeah. And actually, it was our, you know, the, the lovely singer. What's her name? Amber? Amber T. Amber T. With an acoustic version of Johnny Rowe. Yeah. And it was almost, it was somewhat seductive, actually, wasn't it? I was just, it, it, well, it, it, I just had it on loop. Yeah. I couldn't turn it off. Yeah. And I'm going... Well, you tweeted, um, play this at my funeral, and I couldn't agree more. Yeah, just play it and I'll go a happy man. Yeah, I agree. I actually would also it's say... It's great. When we are um, promoted this season, let's get Amber T on the pitch at Carrow. Let's get her on the bus. 100%. Simple as that. Can we get Amber T to a brewery meetup? Ooh. 
think we can. Oh, I reckon we can. I think we can. I reckon we can make that happen. Let's see. We will make that happen. Question from Michael Cowlish. Oh, sorry, I've messed up your second name there. Michael Cowlishaw. Cowlishaw. Big Mike. Cowlishaw. Big Mike. I'm so sorry, Mikey. Um, Let's have a look. Question. Cowlishaw. Sorry, yeah. mate. Um, question. Glad you got back to the UK, okay, Jack. I'm not glad. I quite enjoyed the week I've off. I've no support we, from him. I, at I, all. I was quite pleased that I had a week off without having to sit next to this fella. I remember being stranded in Portugal a few years ago by Ryanair cancelling my return flight. It wasn't fun. Would still love to hear your views on this and whether you think it's viable a viable option for stadium expansion. Yeah, Michael is, of course, commenting on our podcast with Zoe Weber. Yeah. She'd commented on the stadium development at Car Road. There was various discussions around uh, the, the, uh, it being too expensive to build because of the construction costs. Obviously, we have to be in the Premier League. Blah, 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 blah. Um, and he's come up with a shout, actually, which is... If he's um, saying, put it at the Norfolk showground, I'm not listening. He said, yeah... <laughs> Yeah, you know who mentioned that. Uh, in respect of Zoe Webber's interview with TNC lads, when discussing stadium development and funding, I wondered why can't it be crowdfunded, no pun intended, like the Build the Nest Canary Bond project from a few years ago. If we want a bigger stadium, why can't we all contribute to it, funded by Norwich City fans? Do you know what, Michael? I do think it's a shout. I think still it won't... It, like, that's only going to be part of it, right? We're still going to need a lot more than a than a... A crowdfunder, and to, I think also to get that, that the crowdfunder for the nest one, it was a lot smaller. Not the nest, sorry. Yeah. The, the yeah, the, it was the nest. It was the nest. It was the nest. Yes, it got very expensive for yeah. Norwich because they ended up paying loads of interest and loads of yeah. bonuses. So I think the thing with the expansion is one, they're not going to do it at the moment because of construction costs, and everyone will know about that. Two, they're not ready because it's a lot of work. And and as Zoe mentioned on the podcast. It's a, it's a little bit easier for other clubs because they don't have 90% season to come. Yes. So moving people, you will have to move a lot of people just becomes mm. strategically, you know, ghastly. I want it to so, happen though, to be clear. And I, by the way, I'm not poo-pooing the idea. I think it's a fantastic idea, fully behind it. I just think it's going to be one of the pieces of the jigsaw of quite a lot. And hopefully Zoe Webber can obviously lead the charge and, and make that happen. The other thing about... The, the castle lion. I love it. It's much nicer I'd, in there I'd live now. in there. Yeah. I'm not surprised. I'd live, there's TVs, there's beer. What more do you want? Absolutely. And I, I really, really appreciate this um, from the California Canary, oh, Mark Woodroff. Just down the road um, from Scrappy. And, and uh, beautiful. <laughs> he says, can you just say to all the fans wetting their pants after one loss that it was just a blip on Saturday. These things happen. We can afford to lose 10 games and still be in contention. Everyone moaning, get over yourselves, especially the clowns who couldn't wait to say, I told you so. Look, don't get look, don't get me wrong, California Canary Mark, that that's that's full on. Yeah, punchy, yeah. You're certainly on one side of the fence. I do agree with the part about wetting their pants, right? I, and you know, I was dis I was disappointed after after sort of seeing what happened to us against Rotherham. That first half was so poor, but I agree that it was a blip. I agree. You know it's a blip because of how well we've started yeah, the yeah. season, it has right? To be a blip. Rest during this international break, you know, embed those 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 new players. David Wagner has more time to continue to implement the style of play that he he's actually now got the opportunity to to play. We've still got some favourable games on after the international break, I in my opinion, where we can continue our our great start to, that we've had to the season. Um, 
and I do also agree like there's a lot of people waiting in the lurches going I told you so I saw a, I saw an account tweet something like um oh Wagner ball is back da, 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 like really like ready to sort of jump on David's back and I'm like hang on a minute guys we've been exceptionally good at the start of this season as you said we should have actually bloody won at Southampton if it wasn't for some crap refereeing decisions we would have won that game at Southampton um, and I do agree you know way too many people wetting their pants after that Rotherham defeat ask me if we lose to Stoke which we won't if we lose to Stoke then, you know, don't get me wrong, I, th- I think you'd start to think, oh, bloody hell, that's really disappointing because it's a home game and we lost our last one and we've got our new players. So that one will sting yeah, more, think, right? But rather than away, you can't be moaning about that one after the start we've had, right? I think context is important. I don't think Rotherham are as bad as people are making out. I think they've actually been a bit unlucky to, to have the start they've had. Sergeant's out, we didn't have Huang in there, so we were going basically without a striker or the, the striker that we wanted. Um, we'd also played three long distance away trips in a week. Yeah. So you had Huddersfield, yep. Bristol City, and um, and then Rotherham. Yeah. Anyone who's travelled by car out of Norfolk knows that's an absolute mission. So that's difficult, and it's going to happen. Like we didn't we didn't get pumped four 0 Is it? And we were better than them the second half. Is the don't worry about. Is it. the unwritten rule, Jack, that if you're averaging. More slightly more two than two point, points a game, then you'll be in, you'll be there. Two points a game is good. We're on ten points after ten games, and we're in the top six. Now, I don't really think looking at the league table before Christmas is a good idea. Agreed. But we've played a real varied mix of teams. Yep. Southampton are expected to be up there. Yep. Huddersfield are a bit shit. Yeah, we pumped them. Um, Rotherham will be in and around the relegation zone, and then like Millwall, we battered them, and people, you know, they've been in and around the playoffs yep. for the last few seasons. Um, and Hull, who have just beaten Leicester. Yeah, so, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, happy days. Yes, agreed. I'm out of Twitter, Twitter questions, Jack. Uh, I'll have one last one. Go on then. Uh, Benji, statement. Uh, Huang is going to win the golden boot. <sighs> what a way to end it. So. We're back. Overall. We're, fi- we're filming podcasts. We're, fi- we're feeling optimistic. We're yeah, feeling we hopeful. Are. We are. Um, we've agreed that this is a, this is a, Rotherham away was a minor blip in the road. You know, maybe think of it like this. The cruise, we've gone on some great places. We've got mm. on the cruise. Yeah, we've left Yarmouth. Thank, thank fuck for that. You know, we've gone to the Caribbean. We've seen some beautiful islands. We've taken, it's been easy at times. Yeah, you know, spending, almost too good. Spending lots of time at the, at the beach, etc. And now we, we, we've, we've had to harbour, mm. um, you know, somewhere not particularly nice. You know, we, we've had to put our anchor down for a bit. The sun's not out. And that's all right because we know the next stop is Santorini, where Ooh. you've got the beautiful sunsets. Yeah. And there is n- honestly win at Cannon Road against Stoke, yeah. and we are so back in the room. Yeah. And I'll tell you something as well, Jack. Right? We've spoken about this. Unfortunately, during this podcast, we're not getting the HMS hats on. But that's okay. It is okay. Beat Stoke. Yeah. They're coming on. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it shows the team has changed its mentality. We can come back from a loss, a disappointing loss. The HMS hat's on. The, ha- wow. the HMS hats will be on if we win against Stoke, when we win against Stoke. I, I just think, you know, we were sat here, what, five weeks ago? The mood was so different. Yeah. I, all I would say, if you were taking one message from this, enjoy the football. Mm. Enjoy the winning. Because, yeah, yeah, yeah. God, it's been bad the last few seasons yes 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 so just put don't even look at the league table forget it's even we're in a league just enjoy the goals yes, yes. enjoy Jonathan Rowe are we joint 
top goal scorers in the league, by the way. Probably. I mean, that should be celebrated, Probably. right? We're definitely playing the best football. So enjoy the football, soak it up. Yep. And have a good time. Agreed. On the ball, bloody city. What's the plan for the next few weeks then? Until I've got to watch England play like Moldova or something, <laughs> now, don't we? Oh, probably. No Can interest. we watch England under 20s instead? Yeah, uh, probably. Yeah. Well, we'll why do don't that. we do that? We'll do that. Row watch. Row watch. Yeah, that doesn't have a ring to it, does it? But No, but I'll do it. Never mind. Row uh, watch. Thanks very much for watching. Remember, Matt's book is great, honestly. Yes. It's, and it's pretty cheap as well. We'll link and, that in the description. And so is Lakin's new lager, which I still haven't tasted, but you have. And I, you, you are uh, a beer connoisseur, so I trust your judgment. Well, I've certainly drank enough of it over the years to know what's a good one, and that is. Uh, thanks very much for watching. I'll see you all again very soon. Bye-bye. <laughs>